Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, babe. Happy Mary. How's it going over there? Oh, it's good up here in the North Pole. I know. You're wearing your Santa hat and everything. You look great. And the beer is colder up here, too. <laughs> that looks very refreshing. <laughs> as good as your your wine, your Chardonnay. My Chardonnay. It is nice and crisp, that's for sure. And we've got another rainy day over here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> insane weather is going to happen. Yeah. It has been happening. Some serious what? floods in the... Middle East Coast going <laughs> oh, on. Yeah, let's, let's let's talk about and Lando's Lando loves making weather. some songs over there. Lando loves dog. weather talk. Let's, oh, yeah. let's continue on with that. You know where I heard there was um, a lot of weather. The dogs. Um, there was weather last night. Yeah, over in Orlando. In Orlando, and they had to cancel. They did. They canceled quite a few events over yeah. there, and it just rained so hard all night long. Yeah, um, I know. They, so they canceled Jollywood Nights, Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. That, that's so, upsetting. And... Yeah, I imagine if you're going out there, and there was a lot of actually cruises, the uh, Castaway K days had been canceled and whatnot okay. because of the weather. It, I understand that this is always something you kind of have to sign the dotted line on and mm-hmm. know that this could happen. Yeah. Um, but it does stink when you go all the way out there and you're expecting something and, and you don't get it. But what can you do? They well, make magical moments in the resorts happen. They have more um, of the characters come through at the resorts. Um, and they really do try to make up for it when they can. Now, uh, another person... We we make magical moments daily. Always. I heard there was another person that recently was down in Disney that dealt with a little bit of unexpectedness. Yeah, she sure did. And who was that? Our travel specialist, Nicole, who is a frequent Disney goer, both Disney World and Disneyland, was over at Disney World because she wanted to experience the candlelight processional the first time she hadn't been there. So she brought her two young boys and her sister along to go have a very merry time they also visited over at hollywood studios but they did not visit magic kingdom so i had a little interview with her just to see how her trip went and asked a lot of fun questions we don't have that live but i'd love to tell you all about it oh man i was ready to throw to the interview i know now i'm, I'm so gonna sorry. have to talk this episode oh, man. you know how the holidays are so busy we literally have to talk on the fly all the time <laughs> so we didn't have time to say down and really chat it out <laughs> but in any case I'd like i can to check tell your you. facetime records <laughs> uh-huh no thanks okay all right 
So one of the first things she said were that the ride times were okay. She, she was so surprised by that. And they also used, they utilized the Genie Plus, which they usually do. But yeah. she was so surprised that the ride times were not like incredibly lengthy because she said it was just a sea of people mm-hmm. constantly. She felt very overwhelmed because everywhere you went, there was just people, people, people. But she thinks that they were there more for the events and the food okay. and yeah. just to see things rather than to uh, go on the rides. So that makes a lot of sense. That's kind of where we would go with uh, visiting. I bet you that's true. That's kind of similar to like the um, going over the the Very Merry Christmas Party or, mm-hmm. or even Jollywood Nights is that people are there for the events in the right times, that's why they're, they're less. I mean, there's less people in the parks because those are like ticketed events. Yeah. But so it's interesting to know that the same kind of things happen in Epcot, even though it seemed like there was a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah. So she was kind of like overwhelmed by that. But um, before we even get into all of that right there. I have to tell you, she stayed over at the boardwalk. This was the first time that she had stayed at the boardwalk. And I told her how much we had loved it when we viewed it. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, hands down, okay, I'm going to take your recommendation. I'm going to stay at the boardwalk. Now, the boardwalk is within walking distance to Epcot. You can walk right in. I believe you're walking in kind of near France. So if your idea was to walk from the boardwalk right into Epcot, you would make it over onto Ratatouille like really early if you were going at like kind of rope yeah, drop time. Yeah. So that's a good strategy to know ahead of time. If you're really like, I must go on Ratatouille and I must be early mm-hmm. or I need to get my crepes first thing in the morning, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, you would be walking right uh, near it's, into it's, France. It's right over like where the Skyliner stop is for Epcot. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It is. And also, if you're feeling uh, like you need a little bit of a boat ride in the morning, you can take the boat over to Epcot too, even though it's a very short ride. Um, but you can experience that because that boat goes um, from Epcot and then it goes all around that circle over there Mm -hmm. dropping off at the other resorts that are in the area so it's a really fun it's a fun thing to do but Boardwalk was wonderful she had the best time there she said it was the feeling of it was a little bit more classy than what she had experienced in the past and she also felt like it was much quieter than the resort she had stayed at in the past so she enjoyed it Um, the boys enjoyed it they had a little balcony um, off their resort room and it overlooked the uh, grounds um, instead of over the water but she said uh, her older son uh, would not come off the balcony oh, he, he, to he waved there. to everybody and he would say oh hello hi how are you down there and Welcome just to talk Disney. to everybody yeah. like he yeah like he was the gatekeeper of the boardwalk Welcome and i God. think that's sweet he's gonna remember that right uh, for all his years because it was a fun experience and it was something that was just like this is just a part of the package so anyways mm-hmm. back to the events that she attended one of the big things she enjoyed was the cookie stroll mm-hmm. so you get a passport and you have to not a passport but like a thing that looks like a passport yeah because it's going to be your booklet um and you're going to go find all the cookies it's five cookies in the countries and these cookies are kind of country specific and um you're going to get a stamp in your booklet 
after you've visited the country with the cookie. And once you get all the stamps, you get a special cookie at the end. So you only and, have to get five cookies in the World Showcase. Yes, in yeah. the World Showcase. Gotcha. That's right. So I, I love this idea. I think it's really cool um, because you get to visit all the lands and you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to experience all the different flavors, right? Cookies are really interesting around the world. And then you ha- get the special cookie at the end is the cookie from the movie wish so not the cookie from the movie but it's the star oh. from the movie wish so it's you get really your own cute star? you get your own star it's an edible one oh. <laughs> which that's, is that's really a different cute. type of star <laughs> oh yeah maybe <laughs> now, now five cookies um i think we could step it up a little bit disney there's a lot of countries why aren't we doing a cookie at every country? Well, <laughs> you know, I think that's a lot of cookies. If it, if you're just the one person doing it, that's mm. a lot of cookies. Now, look, I am known as, um, in, in our household, as a grazer. Mm-hmm. So last week... Folks, don't leave anything out on the counters Abby here. and the girls <laughs> gone. made some chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every... Whenever I'm walking by to let the dogs out, I'll grab a cookie. When I'm coming mm-hmm. back in to let the dogs back in, mm-hmm. grab a cookie. Um, or when you're just standing there making them lunches, or when you're a in a hopping wash, the dishes, and, and then when I'm coming away. back in to like <laughs> I grab the water, grab a cookie. So I could do a lot of cookies. I could do a cookie to every country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, good to know. But maybe some countries don't really have cookies that are like. I want a Moroccan cookie. I want a Moroccan cookie. <laughs> All right. Well, good to know. Give I'll me keep Japanese cookies. <laughs> no, it's Chinese. That's China. Sorry. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm canceled. I'm canceled. All right. They also did the Olaf scavenger hunt, oh, okay. which we've talked about yeah. before. It's yeah. really cute. Um, one of the things they did. Um, over oh i'm gonna stay with um epcot right now because the other one's hollywood studios sorry they for the first time went to the german restaurant in epcot and now i've been here a handful of times and every time it's it's kind of i enjoy it Mm -hmm. so i think some of the things i enjoyed uh, when i used to eat meat was that it was a really easy meal it's like they they're very like meat and potatoes everything's really good um and the beers that they serve are larger than my face and and it's yeah it's a really large beer and it's it's just an experience now i've also i've gone times when they didn't have shows and times when they did have shows they happen to be having a show um right when they had their lunch over at the german restaurant and she said they invited the kids down to the stage area and it was just like dancing there were horns there were songs and and it was just so lively that it really made their day she said this was all we needed in christmas was to see this german christmasy kind of show um go on she said it was everything for her boys everything now um if you're curious um travel specialist nicole is gluten-free so this german restaurant also had some really great gluten-free options for her which was wonderful um yeah so that's that's amazing yeah she loved it and i it warms my heart to hear that because i think we always pass over the german restaurant but maybe we should think about it in the future what do you think i like it i'm into it Uh, anyways it was pouring rain pouring rain once again 
And they, uh, you know, they had their ponchos, but you have to keep in mind the ages of their kiddos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the her youngest is is not four just yet. He'll be four soon. And then her um, older one is seven at this time. So that's, you know, the, there's some variables you got to deal with with four and seven, right? Or almost four. Yeah, no, you have to be willing to uh, go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. So the whole reason that they went to Epcot or even scheduled this trip is because she really wanted to see the candlelight processional. This was just on her to-do list. She really wanted to do it. And it was pouring rain. Is that covered? No, not all the rows are covered. And that kind of presents a problem, especially for such a popular event like this, um, the candlelight processional. So everybody's like flocking that way. And she's thinking like, oh, my goodness, it's raining cats and dogs out here. My two kids are not going to sit through this thing that I've really wanted to see. And it's going to be miserable because I'm going to like think that I can actually watch this, but I can't because, you know, Um, and obviously, like when you're over there, um, and you want to go and sit in the rows that aren't covered they do ask you to put down your umbrellas so that the people behind you can see so really unless you have your poncho on you're really you're gonna get wet so that the drylanders can sit sit behind you yeah so super bummer is that they just decided not to go they forfeited the experience now you know, she looks back and she says that German show that she saw really yeah. made the whole experience. So it was really good. I know our dogs are in the just, background just, just causing yeah. havoc like crazy. Now, because it's been raining so much, they haven't gotten adequate exercise either. So you'll hear them a little bit. <laughs> Be crazy. And plus, they're distracting. Just like... <laughs> they're just like a three and a seven-year-old <laughs> but in any case yeah she thought the german show was really really worth it and she really enjoyed that experience but i do feel awful that they didn't go to the candlelight processional now they were at what was the uh what they they were there the ninth tenth eleventh it was last week let's right? see they went last weekend and i yeah. believe they saw the show on the um ninth or tenth that happened either or i don't recall which one it was um well, the, they would have been at the procession yes saying, at the processional okay. yeah okay. so do you know who was the narrator of the processional that night um let me think about it because I thought it was supposed to be Neil Patrick Harris, but he was there a night or two before. Yes. So, um, and it wasn't Christy Metz because she had done it prior to. Yeah. So, so it, I don't recall. It was, it was Marley Matlin. Okay. That does sound familiar. Yeah. She did say that. Okay. Yeah. Marley Matlin, who is a, um, a, mm-hmm. a deaf, you know, actress. Yes. 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 So. So we were curious about how that was going to work out. And I wish that I had known. Um, But yeah, I think that's really cool. I love it. So in lieu of all of that, the rain and stuff, they went back to the boardwalk. She gave the boys their showers and whatnot. And she then decided, let's put them in their pajamas and we're going to go out on the boardwalk and we're going to watch these fireworks. And so she went over to the bridge at the boardwalk and she said it was the most perfect viewing spot for the fireworks the boys were delighted she was delighted there wasn't there was barely anyone on this um bridge and so she said it was just so wonderful 
And so I'm glad she experienced that. So, you know, minus one thing, but added another and all of that. Um, she loved the bakery over on the boardwalk. She said it was the perfect breakfast on the go. It's just like a little uh, muffin and little coffee, things like that. She said the bakery was perfect choice for breakfast. Oh, we know. Is that what it's called the bakery on the boardwalk? It might be. I don't know what the name is. (laughs) Do you know? No, I don't. (laughs) She was just saying that it was the bakery over there right on the boardwalk. So perhaps, perhaps. Now, she also did enjoy Hollywood Studios time. Who doesn't love the Hollywood Studios? She decided to do the Brown Derby package for dinner um, to get the early uh, entrance to Fantasmic. Uh, She had the vegetarian shepherd's pie and she loved it. She said it was so good. So I'm really excited for our time in which we get to go to the Brown Derby. It seems like quite the experience that we need to have. Um, So they went to Fantasmic. This was their first time really seeing it. Um, amazing, amazing show. She loved it. The boys loved it. But she did say that it that getting that priority seating, you have to go. Usually they say go at 9 p.m. Right. To get your yeah. seating. Yes. And you she had third row seats mm-hmm. center really good but she said they felt she felt like they sat there for 30 minutes which was not a great idea for two boys especially at 9 p.m this is bedtime they're kind of getting cranky Mm -hmm. and like why are we sitting here looking at nothing and um it was just a little bit too long for them she said it it was too long for two adults it was too long my back started to hurt yeah i was sweating profusely (laughs) but this was was her tip of the week and i thought this was a wonderful tip she said instead of getting that fantastic dining package for dinner she would have chosen to do it for lunch she would have gone for lunch to do um you know the brown derby and then Mm. you'd still get the early entrance right oh you can still get it for lunch you can kind of choose it depends it's not every package it depends so if you were to do that and then you go there at your 9 p.m time there are a lot of booths over there you could get pizzas and whatnot and sit in your row and have dinner i mean that's a little bit of a late dinner at 9 p.m but i could see how eating all those snacks at that time would at least give you something different to do Hmm. right i wonder yeah because those but the booths like i know there was like a concession stand but the like the lines were crazy Mm -hmm. when we went Mm -hmm. So I wonder how that would work out, but that's that's an interesting tip. Yeah, uh, I mean, we should that. look into if they have any mobile order idea options or anything mm-hmm. like that that's true. over there, because um, it would make it a really nice yes experience. So I thought that was a pretty good tip uh, of the week. Um, a couple of other things they got to do was they went to Tempanillo uh, Hibachi. And she said uh, her oldest son thought it was like the greatest thing he's ever done in his life. And he told everybody like that he got to go to this experience. Like anybody that would talk to him, he's like, I ate here. Um, They had the kids chopsticks and he ate everything with his chopsticks, even though it might have been a little bit messy. Um, She said that just the table show was so cute and so like Disney friendly so for example they made the onions into Olaf and then they started oh. singing um, do you want to build a snowman and like with the onions on the table and then they chopped them up and I was like that's hysterical. do you want to build an onion man yes exactly so a really really good show which was great um, 
Now, they also did another new experience, which was the Topolino's character breakfast at the Riviera. This is similar to Chef Mickey's, but it's table service, which always brings a different experience. I think when you're not going up to a buffet, Mm -hmm. um, it just brings all this... It makes you feel like you're having kind of a more glamorous time, I think so. Like there's something about the garden grill where all your food's brought to you and you're kind of like enjoying the experience. But this table service at Topolino's, it wasn't a family style thing. It was like you order your own dish. They did have a family style kind of croissant, um, like table service like a bread service but they had like different dipping sauces for it like they would have a chocolate dipping sauce and a syrup dipping sauce and other kind of flavors and she said yeah although her sons wouldn't normally like do croissants and things like that they definitely did these because it was so um interesting and fun um the characters that they take pictures with are mickey minnie daisy and donald and they're wearing more artistic riviera get up so they look like very classy like think of like of like a French beret and kind of things like oh, that. Oh, wee wee. Yeah. Oh, and she said the other thing is that the um, the they serve uh, the dishes on like an artist palette. So oh. like, right. so it's very um, yeah. themed and yeah, like a really nice cool way. I love all of that. Um, so that was like the croissant and the, the where the colors would be. It was where they had the different um, like syrups or, you know, if you had waffles, you'd have like the different syrups and that. So really cute. It's got a great view over there. It was the 10th floor of the Riviera. So you could definitely see all around Epcot, right? Because that's more of an Epcot view, okay. yeah. I believe. Um, so, I think sh- you yeah. know, Riviera still has like a, um, did you say anything about the gingerbread display? I believe they have a, like a, a pop-up uh, gingerbread display there. She didn't say no. anything about that, but I'm sure it was beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I love all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so she's been to both Christmas. Now she, she did not go to magic kingdom uh, at, you know, in Orlando, but she went to the, you know, Disneyland, which is their magic kingdom over in California for Christmas <laughs> last year. Yeah. So she, as we just talked about on our last episode, that's right. She was kind of comparing the both. I asked her a lot of really uh, hard questions about it. Um, I'm going to pause on that because I wanted to say one more thing about Topolino's that I forgot. I'm so sorry for that. So I asked her, um, as we were discussing how they bring your plates out to the tables and stuff, I always feel somewhat cramped in those character dining experiences, Mm. especially if you've ever gone to the Polynesian and done their breakfast dining experience you're like on top of the person next to you and your pictures you're always going to get other people other families in the pictures right um that's why i like the garden grill so much because your tables are very separated especially if you're going with like a larger party Mm -hmm. now she said that the topolino was a very fine dining experience where there was a lot of space between tables and she felt like very fancy very nice there wasn't nobody was on top of her and she wasn't she wasn't crowded at all so anyways Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Done with Tobolinos. Mm. Back to her experience with Disneyland Christmas and Disney World Christmas. Now, she really gave no hesitation to tell me that she believes Disneyland Christmas is better. Um, and why? Well, part of that had to do with the 
sizing, I guess. She felt like it was a more intimate experience at Disneyland, maybe yeah. because everything's smaller. And I said, well, that's so interesting because you felt like everybody was on top of you at Epcot. Like there were so many mm. people. And she's like, it's just different. Like yeah, there's different things different. to do all around Disneyland. And because it's smaller, it's like more merry and jolly and intimate. And uh, she just liked that experience better. She also liked the weather better at mm. Disneyland. She felt like Disney World, it was 80 degrees and hot and she couldn't wear her Christmas sweater. She was sweating and yeah. gross and no, she didn't wear. feel very Christmassy. She felt like she was just in Orlando and mm. there were Christmas decorations around. Um, when you go to Disneyland, it's a little, it's not chilly, but it's like it can get chillier. Um, that area is known to kind of like rain, you know, hover in the 60s or so gotcha. so you're not cold but you're not hot depending on the day you know sometimes there's different kinds of weather <laughs> that comes through um but for the most part All right. she she definitely said hands down disneyland was a better christmas experience for her you know, and i wonder and not just the difference i think between the two parks i mean other than being on separate coasts is that you know as they say disneyland being the um it's more about the pass holders, right? Because the majority of people there are just annual pass holders that come there all the time. Yeah. As opposed to like a person that's like, you know, it, it doesn't feel like there's not as many people flying out there mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. go to Disneyland, right? Because they're in like LA and there's like other things to do. It's like if you're going to Orlando, mm -hmm. you're pretty much, unless you're visiting family, you're going to a theme park. Like yes. That's, that's why you're going there. Yes. So all these people are just like intentionally passing in there. And so I guess, you know. Yeah. No, I know. It so it's a, uh, it was it a great a take. I had a good conversation with her. It was a, I'm glad that she went and enjoyed herself. She said she probably will not return for the Christmas season at Disney World. Sad. Makes me bummed for mm -hmm. her, but I get what she's saying. That's it. Then, then we should announce now that we're going next year. That means Nicole won't join us. I'm sure that is not true. She will absolutely 100% <laughs> join us if we were going. <laughs> like I just said that and she has already booked her ticket. She doesn't, even, she hasn't heard the podcast. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's our, our other, our counterpart when we travel down there. So we like that. Um, okay. So we got a little other couple fun things coming up, right? Well, it is, I mean, what's coming up? What's more fun than the upcoming uh, holiday, right? We're about a week away from Christmas Eve mm -hmm. next next week. Uh, about this time, Abby's going to be... Uh, cooking up a storm. Yeah, cooking up a storm. We got In some, the kitchen. Some, surf, some turf and all that and uh, That's other right. vegetarian options for us. Maybe I'll do some stuff, but yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna be fancying it up. <laughs> well, you're in control of Christmas Day, right? You make our lasagna and whatnot. It was I'm yeah, in control last, of the was, Christmas Eve. It was so last year we went to my sister's house. We weren't here the year before. We were we stayed at home and we just had it. And so I was cooking lasagna on Christmas Day. Yeah. Christmas Day, I was I was making a lasagna, and so I was in the, you know, I was in the kitchen, and we were still like. At like I, 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't like changed yet. We were all wearing these Mickey pajamas. Yeah, yeah. And maybe if you're lucky, if you actually, <laughs> if somebody, if you go on and rate our podcast, I'll post these pictures on the uh, Instagram. <laughs> I'd like that. Huh? Like, oh, I'm holding boy. it hostage. You want to see these pictures of us in our Mickey pajamas? 
um anyway so i'm just like cooking and then like her dad just shows up like, early like he's supposed to be here at, like one he showed up at like 10 30 but i think the best part of the whole thing was that not only were you in pajamas and you're like standing at the stove cooking meat but you also had a beer in your hand at like 10 30 in the morning it was quite the christmas you know look as parents you know you get it, you get it. <laughs> but but also i hadn't been feeling all that great that morning i was starting to like notice that like maybe something was off but i didn't really know what was happening and by the end of that day i had had a full-blown stomach virus that was just wonderful to have on christmas i I went to bed pretty early i just had to like i'm like trying to keep the girl i'm like i'm like yeah girl just watch your mom's just she's tired she woke up early to get christmas ready let's just let her sleep and it was terrible. Play with your remote control cars. Well, um, in any case, so yeah. let's hope that we have a uh, so, easier Christmas so <laughs> nobody gets sick. But we enough. love our movies. Rob and I are big movie buffs. Mm-hmm. We go all the time. Um, we talk about them. And, we love them. And then we especially love our Christmas movies. That's right. We do. We are big Christmas movie people. We You can find us watching Hallmarky movies all season long. Now, that, I mean, that's kind of like the bread and butter, right? That's what... We I, watched a hysterical movie last night, yeah. which I think, you know, I didn't put it on my rating, but I really would have <laughs> if I had thought about it. What was the name of that movie? Was, I mean, it was, so it was called Christmas with the Campbells. Uh-huh. And it was uh, Brittany Snow and Justin Long, um, mm-hmm. Abby's old friend. <laughs> and um, From the hood. Yeah, from the hood. And they, it, yeah, it was this funny movie. I mean, it was kind of like your typical, you know... It, Christmas, all the Christmas movies that come out are pretty much, you know, you could figure them out, right? Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. one was like, I guess I didn't realize what it was rated. It was, so it was rated R versus oh. the other ones, which are rated like PG-13 PG, yeah. or PG or whatever, or they're, you know, TV-E uh, for everyone. Mm-hmm. And this one is rated R. And it was like, it was, it was definitely like saucy. <laughs> it was so saucy, but it was yeah. so good because <laughs> i wasn't expecting it right you yeah. see like there because it's like this wholesome christmas movie right there's like romance there's families yeah. and then they just let out all this like really i don't want to ruin it for you but like i mean rob and i kept looking at each other being like, oh no <laughs> like that happened multiple times throughout the movie I so i definitely hope, like yeah. the, the scene stealers there were two um the, the two actors, the parents, they they were played by George Went from Cheers and mm-hmm. uh, Julia Duffy, who mm-hmm. has been around for a while. She was on the New Heart. She was on New Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an actress that's been around for a long time. But yeah, the two of them together, and it was just like every time they were alone, it, yeah, every time they were alone, like in their bedroom, they, there's the stuff they would say was <laughs> yeah. just crazy. Yeah. And so we were like, what? And it, but it was really a good show. But that, those are typically like we do obviously and we're gonna the reason we're gonna talk about here we're gonna talk about like what our favorite you know christmas movies were but we really do love those things like the that um you know the terrible Lindsay lohan movie that came out last oh, yeah. year like that one that was like a big event and yeah then, you mm-hmm. know uh it was like a, a christmas night like we watched the, those movies right but like, what was that movie with the chick from the vampire show that we watched and liked oh um, it was it was uh, uh what's yeah, her name? With, 
Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev. Yeah, it was... Uh, here, I'm looking it up right now. It was called Love Hard. Yeah, Love Hard. Yeah, that That's was kind an, of that a funny one, too. One. Yeah. Yeah, no, they had a great cast. Yeah. So there's definitely like all these, you know, and they, they're direct-to-streaming movies that yes. come out. And, yes, You know, we yeah, we love them. We'll watch we just about anything. Um, yeah, I think other movies that we watched were... Uh, it's called Best Christmas Ever, right? We just yes. watched that with yeah. Jason Biggs and Heather Graham. Yep. Um, and that was, you know, it was enjoyable okay. enough. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't great, but uh, I'm trying to think. Now, what, th- what was it? Candy Cane Lane. Unfortunately, we just couldn't get through. It was a little yeah. too. I, mean, uh, I, was, I yeah. fell asleep. I was tired. and. But uh, we still tried to watch it. Yes. Yeah. It yes. Like, you know, so I have to throw it out there. What is your favorite Christmas movie on Disney Plus. So, because obviously there's a lot of movies that Christmas movies that are out there, but and we are a Disney podcast. I know mm-hmm. that's hard to believe sometimes. Um, as we go off our in our topics like this, so we wanted to say first we're going to talk about what our favorite movies on Disney Plus are. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are all movies that are available as of now on Disney Plus, and uh, I are we how how do we want to do this and like go from like three to one like. Are we just naming movies that we like? How do you want to do that? You know what? I, I'm i going to just name the ones that I like, I oh. think. on Well, no. I don't know. You tell me, babe. No, I It seems like you, you like the anticipation. What's your first favorite, favorite from Disney Plus? First, so, so you mean it's like my number three? Or your, number, my, your number one. Oh, my God. My number okay. one. Okay. Number no three. Suspense. Number three. Okay, guys. Doing, oh, my goodness. He always likes to go backwards. Number three. So what's number what's three, your I, like I, I, least favorite of favorites? <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it's the Santa Claus. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Santa Claus, the original one. I so agree. We were just watching it downstairs. Our um, uh, Bailey was watching another movie, and the mm-hmm. Santa Claus show came up. And so uh, I was like, "Well, how about instead of watching the show?" She was like, "Can I watch this?" I was like, "How about we watch the movie so you kind of understand mm-hmm. what's happening?" And it's one of those movies where I was like, you know, I want to be there with her because, you know, essentially mm. Santa does pass away. <laughs> right? He goes, right. He goes into that great pole, North Pole in the sky. Right. Um, but it, they do it in like, I was just saying, Abby, before we started this, they do it in like a great way. And I, like Santa like waves goodbye and then he's just like mm-hmm. gone, you know, it's mm-hmm. not that sort of thing. So, that, but, but definitely wanted to be there for her just in case she was like, what happened to Santa? Right. And, um, she kind of just went along. Yeah, with she had zero reaction to it. That's <laughs> um, good. And it was going along. And I think she we didn't finish it, but I don't think she. I, I think she liked it. I think she it liked was. it, and she's seen it like before. Has she? She yeah. seemed like she had no idea what was. Yeah, going on. <laughs> I mean, I've tried to show it to her before, though. Gotcha. But no. I have to say too, this also made the third on my list, <laughs> and I think there it's a two parter for me. Oh, now. This, I get a little nervous about the kids watching it because it's, you know, it's about two parents who have split up and the child needs to split time between the two houses. And then they kind of pin the dad as being a crazy person. And, and I feel like there's a lot of like emotions in there that are like really raw in this family and, and can kind of bring a lot of questions up aside from all the Christmassy cheery stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, Ooh, 
Now, also when this movie came out, I was probably in the eight-year-old range. I, I don't know exactly the date, but I think it was around the time where I started to realize myself about Santa. And I think this new story that came in for me kind of like rejuvenated me that year. I had seen it like right around the Christmas holidays and it kind of like made me kind of believe a little bit again that like, oh, well, maybe something else is possible. Maybe the version of Santa that I heard is not necessarily the truth, but maybe this version of Santa is true. And so that year I remember like making a lot of paper dolls and I made them all elves and things like that. So it's like this kind of brought the season back alive for me for something that kind of high, kind of had tapered out a little bit. So okay. yeah, I I love that movie and I think it's great. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a classic. Like you have to watch. I, I have to watch it at least once every year. Yeah. Um, despite my feelings on Tim Allen now, uh, you know, but yeah. I, I watched Home Improvement. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a. I enjoyed the. I enjoyed that. Uh, his, his era of guess, movie yes. and film. Um, the yeah. other ones, I'll say the other ones did not make my list of the best. Okay. Did, did they make yours? What do you mean the other the ones? Other, his the other, other Santa like Claus, the, the second. Sequels, oh yeah. no, no. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get like increasingly not as good. Um, the right. third one's like somewhat entertaining, but the second one's pretty bad. Uh, and then I haven't seen the show, so I can't tell you anything about it. Gotcha. What's your second one? Oh, you go first on this one. No, 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 no. All right. So I, you know, again, this was another one we had going on today, which is really funny. I wasn't uh, expecting it to be on today, but uh, it's Noel. And this is a newer Christmas movie, I would have to say. I just, I'm an Anna Kendrick fan. So pretty much I think she can kind of like nail any role she does. And she plays this role so very well. And I, again, it's a story where the um, person who's become Santa, it runs down the line of men in the family and the next one up is her brother noel's brother to be Mm -hmm. santa and he is not digging the role he doesn't feel like he belongs in this role and it's not going well and now noel being the female is just like what is wrong with you you have this like you know opportunity to be santa and Mm -hmm. i don't and that makes no sense and she's supposed to she's in charge of bringing joy to him to Mm -hmm. like make him believe and make him be in the spirit and she ends up kind of taking over the gig and i just love that it's It's not only like showing how sometimes tradition is not always correct and that it just, you know, women empowerment is in there too. But I love the outfit she wears. I love the the stories and like there's parts of it where she feels shame because she feels like she hasn't done her job and then she feels, you know, all all sorts of different things. And uh, (laughs) I love, I love the movie. I think it's a, it's an easy movie to follow. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a, it's a very fun movie and, and it, Anna Kendrick is very charming and oh, everything yeah. that she does. And um, it has that cute reindeer that's uh, mm-hmm. the name of it. I can't think it's always like Snowy. Yeah, the snowy. reindeer's name is Snowy. Oh, that's right. Which that's is what like our, our elf. elf's name, our yeah. elf here at the house is named snowy. Our elf that's in the room staring at us, mm-hmm. holding a switch controller. Um, what yeah, is your no, that's second? One. So my second is... Um, again, an older movie that has uh, transcended its time, and it's—I mean, it, I don't know if it's problematic, but it's—I enjoy it. I watch it. I own it, as well as be renting it on Disney Plus. Um, Jingle All the Way. 
Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I've seen this once a long time ago, so I'd love to watch it again with you to kind of refresh my memory. What now, do you what, love what about she, it? What she doesn't know is, right, usually um, I usually go to sleep last. Right? <laughs> like she goes hours into bed, later. Then I like take a shower and then come in and she's passed out. So <laughs> I will put on something after to like put myself to sleep on the TV. We fall asleep with the TV on and I've put this on. You've probably heard this subliminally. <laughs> so I know times. the story. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you definitely know the story, but um, it's, uh, it's all about this, you know, everyone, has dealt with whether you it was your child or it was you as a child uh wanting to get that christmas toy right mm-hmm. always arnold schwarzenegger it, in this it, it's arnold okay. it's arnold schwarzenegger and it's all about this uh doll called the turbo yes. man doll the yes. action figure and like the son it's arnold schwarzenegger is married to rita wilson and mm-hmm. he's like a, a kind of absentee father he's always at work and like yeah. the son jake lloyd who played anakin skywalker in the first phantom menace um kind of a strange uh you know it's all in the disney disney verse um yeah once you stay in the disney family yeah, you don't exactly. often leave and then jake lloyd i heard he mm-hmm. went down a weird path <laughs> but anyway um yeah so it's all about getting this doll and it's like arnold was supposed to get it mm-hmm. for his son mm-hmm. and uh he like he just forgot because he was working and so now it's it's like christmas eve and he has to get this doll otherwise his son's like gonna you know hate him forever right type of thing and he ends up like meeting up it's like him and then sinbad the comic plays a mailman (laughs) who also wants it but he's like a little unhinged so it's like the two of them are like foils going up against it so it's like madcap and all this stuff and phil hartman's in it and he plays like this guy who's like creeping in on rita wilson um but it's there's like a crazy reindeer it's a lot of fun i enjoy i enjoy it i don't know it's it's so weird and then it's like arnold schwarzenegger is just like a just be just like a common working father Uh but it's still arnold schwarzenegger he's still like huge you know it's like this big guy like how would you just not be intimidated by him all the time (laughs) like with the accent and everything else and yeah you know it's funny i i just i enjoy it it's campy i enjoy it cute i like that choice awesome all right now number one number one so hmm. my number one is kind of a classic um for us because it was made for when we were little kids and so when we grew up with this movie we yeah we had all the toys from this movie and watched it obsessively um Home Alone. Oh, the toys from the movie? Yeah, the little Walkman, the, the talk thing. Oh, so you're talking, you like Home Alone 2. Oh, is that from Home Alone 2? Lost in yeah, New York. No, yes. you're right. But no, I'm talking about Home Alone 1 because okay. I think that it kind of all got blended together okay. at some point. But right. the first Home Alone and I love, oh, I love it all. <laughs> and I love that he got a star for it this year, right? He yeah. got a star. Yeah. And I think it's so, Culkin, it was yeah. so delayed. But to know not only Macaulay Culkin's life and how it turned out after this movie mm. um, and the struggles he had to overcome, but just like in this movie to see everything. I mean, come on, like you 
are alone and you have the radiator in the basement that's scary the furnace furnace, oh my gosh that was my basement (laughs) growing up and like i swear every time i had to go like do the laundry i'm like running like run the run up the stairs and like basements are gross and weird and dark so scary so not only that but then that he has to like go to his own groceries and figure it out and the neighbor's a creep and it's like there's a tarantula what (laughs) And like just the classicness of the house too um, is really, really cool. I mean, the house is gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. (laughs) So there was just everything about this. um, I mean, uh, that he gets his own Christmas tree and Mm -hmm. like decorates it. He's just, and I feel like every kid um, as they're growing up, I think there's like transitions, right? Where Mm. what the child might think is tradition that they do every year Mm. and that maybe a parent has forgotten or something and the child starts to carry it on. Right. And starts to be like insistent about it. So just that he does all his family traditional things without them Mm. is just like kind of a testament for what he's seen growing up and how beautiful and and much it meant to him. So we have Mm. a lot of holiday traditions on our family that we try to do year after year. And yeah, we're very like, I don't know, we're stuck in our ways. And um, and, you know, I can see that in our kids, too, that like if we haven't done something yet in this holiday season they'll be sure to remind us that like, it I, needs they, to be I, done i feel like they won't remember during the holiday season but afterwards it'd be like hey we didn't do this You're like, yeah oh, why didn't yeah. we do this like, oh, well you know you know but we tried it we definitely have done like all the stuff yeah yeah no um, that movie's also my number one as, oh, as well okay. so i mean that's kind of like the typical i mean that's it's obvious but i mean come on it's yeah. home alone um, I saw it in the movie theaters when it came out. Oh, yeah. nice. I'm a little bit older. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I saw it in the movie theater when it came out and it just like, uh, how great was that movie? I mean, mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin, just uh, tons of talent, like bursting through. Yes. You know. It's, it's like, feels about. like for him you know those whole single person movies mm-hmm. like like you know how like tom hanks like made the single person movie like so epic like i don't think macaulay culkin now he got all the credit and stuff but this was like solely focused on him mm-hmm. and he definitely had big shoes to fill i'm sorry i'm taking up your no, time to no, talk about your no, love I like, I want, not like a fun <laughs> fact of home alone um roger ebert the famed uh film critic who's you know since passed away but mm-hmm. uh, of uh siskel and ebert yeah. like panned the movie he did not like it like he kind of wrote it off oh. he said it's not a good movie you know this is like such a waste of time and all this oh my stuff. gosh it's you know it's it's huge it's i mean it, yeah. for most people like kind of a gen x and up yeah. it's kind of like you know they're classic it uh, is yeah, how, you're kind of doing the face right now. You're like, <laughs> like yeah. Um, you know, how about that scene when the mom's in the van with the uh, yeah, band with, with John Candy, with Gus, John Candy, Gus, yeah, Gus, uh, Belinsky on and, the way back, yeah, the and like, the, she's so like 
hosh posh and like standoffish and then starts to kind of like melt because she knows that she's done this awful thing and like (laughs) she's still trying to like hold it together and pretend like she's like kind of better this band and she's not and so it's a very interesting um friendship that like i mean Mm -hmm. he has to crack away at her to get her to be friends and i think that's a very interesting dynamic that she played really well and he played really well so no absolutely they did a great job and now let's talk just a little bit about home alone 2 um sure and i'm not as familiar with it i just remember it kind of being like so this was the one that with trump was in correct because it was like the um hotel it was marked yeah yeah. when he he goes and stays at the plaza hotel in Mm -hmm. new york Mm -hmm. i mean it's obviously a little both movies are unbelievable that you know neither one would happen but the second one right i mean just it's like insane yeah um that that would happen again that these yeah. parents would leave their kid alone and it's the funny thing about it is right because because um uh god i can't think of her name now moira kelly i mean moira rose we yeah. watch her all the time um oh man why can i not remember her name um but she's kind of like the one like you kind of feel like she's the more neglectful yeah adult out of it because she's yes. always the one that's like running back Catherine o'hara yes what, thank you God. yeah um and so she's the one that's always like running back so you always kind of think of it's her as opposed yeah, to, the father. to the father who just they're, is they're, like they're, they're i'm both, eating shrimp at what were they in france or something yeah, the like, first time yeah <laughs> and then, like the other one he's like i'm just gonna stay in florida you yeah. try to get back to her uh-huh. you know to get back to him but i mean to leave the kid uh, the second time, I mean, you know, CPS would take all your kids away from you. <laughs> like you wouldn't yeah. be allowed to have any any of them. Even like they would probably take Buzz as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just mm-hmm. it's so kind of crazy and out there. But you know, everything between Daniel Stern and, and Joe Pesci. I mean, they were mm-hmm. both great as the uh, burglars, Harry and Marv. Right, right. I mean, just both. But even in both films. They're they're great films. Like I've kind of come to like Homo Two a little more. Yeah, interesting. Okay, good to know. But yeah, you're right. This is not a movie that I feel like our kids could relate to, <laughs> because like uh, these things would not. No, we could barely leave them. Like I'm worried of what's happening downstairs right now. I know, I know. Alone, home alone. Um, so before, uh, we have some other. Like now, now let's go outside. We'll just, you know, those are our Disney plus movies. What other yeah. movies? So are- yeah, well, well, let's start with you. Do you have a favorite or second favorite well, movie mean, outside of Disney oh, plus I mean, for but, Christmas? I mean, besides those and, and, and those, you know, obviously are like classics and they've mm-hmm. been around for a while. I mean, besides Jingle All the Way, not really a classic for everyone, but uh, my, like one of my favorite Christmas movie and the number one on my list is Ernest Saves Christmas, which we okay. kind of talked about before, yeah. which uh-huh. I know you have never seen. No, no. You're not familiar with the Ernest. Ernest, so Jim Varney was this uh, actor who he, he did a, uh, he used to do commercials in Orlando for a car a car dealership and uh-huh. he created this like uh, character named Ernest and he had like this, this friend named Vern who was always off camera and was kind of like, you know, uh, anyway, would start created he did like a then he did like a, a show that like a, a comedy show an improv show then he, he got signed and he did started doing these movies this Ernest Saves Christmas is like if you look at it it's not like anything outstanding or mm-hmm. this movie but it was something that it was like the right time mm-hmm. for me as well and 
like I loved the Ernest. I loved Ernest. Anything Ernest. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail. Um, oh, all those things. But Ernest okay. saves Christmas. I remember seeing it in the commercials to go to see it again. It was a movie I saw in the theaters. And then like my family also kind of enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's filmed in it was filmed in MGM Studios. Yeah. Um, it had to do it was it was based in Orlando, the yeah, film yeah, itself. Yeah. And it just, it's one of those things. Now, me and my brother, we have like this kind of weird um, uh, rule with it, is that you're only allowed to watch Ernest Saves Christmas on Christmas Eve. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so you're not, we're, we're, you can't watch hey. it at any other time. You If you like happen to just fall asleep early, like yeah. before you, you go to bed, and you're, you're able to watch it Christmas morning before you wake up to go get presents. But other than that, you have to wait till next year. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Yeah. So it's just like one of these things like we have. So before I came along, did you guys like watch it together? Or like no, separately? no, we would watch it separately. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we're just like, like you know, in our 20s and 30s, just like, hey, you want to come over and watch Ernest? Like, no. <laughs> Put on your footy pajamas. <laughs> come <laughs> yeah, on over. Exactly. But it's just uh, one of those one of those things. But what about you? What do you have outside? Okay, so this is like my all time favorite, okay. like outside of. And mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious to you. Um, but Christmas Vacation. Oh. I just okay every character in this movie is amazing I could watch it over and over again and pick up on something new almost every time because I just I love it I Mm -hmm. love first of all the mom and dad Um, I love them separately and together Mm -hmm. and I just love their relationship because this wife like never shows I mean yes sometimes she'll like roll her eyes or whatever but it's not like a it's not like a Roseanne Barr kind of thing. Like it's mm. like a I love She's my not like husband, him down. yeah, and yeah. I support my husband. She never puts him down, mm. right? She's always like there yeah. and happy, and like she'll show like her little stress um, mm. by like see, sneaking cigarettes and things, yeah. and like and like that's funny in mm. a way. But she's like so dedicated to the family unit Mm. that and like not like in that way that she you're like wow you know like she just doesn't she lets everything roll off her shoulders and she's like perfect and she's perfect looking and you know all that stuff and he is just so hysterical like he's Mm. always like chasing the ball but never quite gets it and that's Socks, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like he's always just, just like just coming up short. Like yeah, he's always striving for yes. it. But he's, he's there, but he's like all his best intentions are his family, yes. right? And that was even like the movies beforehand. Uh, you know, vacation yeah. and yes. European vacation. All the vacation. The, it's like you know he has the best intention for his family. Just everything goes around. I know always. And then the kids yeah. play like perfect yeah. kid roles. Like the daughter who's like, and our daughter was just saying this the other day. Every time somebody comes over, they sleep in my room In my room, they have to take my room and then I have to go sleep somewhere. Yeah. Else. Oh, and I'm just like, girlfriend, that's just the way it works. I'm sorry. We don't have a seven bedroom house. Yeah, like, exactly. But yeah. So like they have the daughter in the movie who's saying that and then the son mm-hmm. who's always just giving these little like snippets like either tattletales or just like little yeah. trivets, trivets here and there that are just kind of like well that was unnecessary but I guess that's okay you mm-hmm. know and so um and then the, just the family and the, yeah oh, then, like everybody I mean you know cousin Eddie coming over yes. um 
just yeah the grandparents you know everything the neighbors i mean uh uh you know julia louise dreyfus mm-hmm. and, and uh, nick guest yeah um yeah just an all-around cast definitely i'd say it's like earnest because i could only watch it once a year it's like national like uh you know christmas vacations right it's like my one b i guess you yeah would, you would put it down in fact the other day we sat down we were doing we were just home doing something like oh let's put on christmas vacation and i mm-hmm. put it on she's like i haven't i don't think she's like i haven't watched it yet i was like i've watched it a couple times while you were sleeping <laughs> but um yeah no definite classic definite for me movie i saw in the movie theater wow yeah oh my goodness i'm old my parents probably would not have taken me to see that one because oh, yeah, it's a little no. like you know different yeah no but. it's it was a pg-13 movie so mm-hmm. it was a little yeah it was a little yeah. bit you know had some risque there's yeah. the, the scene with the shop girl at the, the oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah and then when later on and thing it was a seminal moment for <laughs> young rob but uh <laughs> yeah no christmas vacation um Let's yeah. see. I got I got another one. Obviously, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, it's shown every Christmas Eve on. You could find it on TBS or TNT. Uh-huh. It's shown for twenty four hours. Again, another movie that I saw in the Christmas. I saw in the theater. Uh huh. Um, Christmas Story. I love it, yeah. and I'm always instead of saying you'll shoot your eye out, I always <laughs> use this phrase. Except with whatever it is that's going to happen. <laughs> I forget what it was the other day. I'm just like you're going to cut your finger off or something like that. I feel like I'm always saying that yes. about whatever new thing comes into the house. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, tell and, me and more again, about why just, you love it's, it. It's that you're the quest, right, for the that how that Christmas gift that you always wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean. I was always, you know, one of those kids that was super into, you know, I mean, most kids are into Christmas, right? That they, mm-hmm. they want that toy, whether it was like the, the A-team action figures that you were hoping you were getting, fingers crossed, yeah. right, the A-team. Um, but, you know, Ralphie and the Red Rider BB gun, everybody can kind of relate to that. Yeah. And even though it was set back in, you know, in the 50s before TV was around, right? Because they're all listening to Little Orphan Annie on the radio yeah, to get their, uh, their with their decoder pin and decoder with ring. the Ovaltine. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. He's like, son of a bitch. And little Randy with the, he can't put his arms down. Yeah. And, you know, Scott Farkas. I mean, just. I could I watch that all the line like me my you know me and my siblings we all like kind of will quote the lines mm-hmm. uh, certain lines that stick out with it not a finger and you know obviously Fred Geely and the leg lamp it just wow right so much going on there that's a good movie yeah and we haven't watched it yet this year but I guess you do just wait for we'll the wait Christmas for, for Christmas Eve. day and then it just yeah. plays eight, on eight repeat. o'clock from eight day and I always I always really enjoy that scene it's at the end of the movie the kids are in bed ralphie's holding his bb gun or mm-hmm. randy i think is like sleeping with a zeppelin that he got and then it cuts down and it's just the mom and the dad and it's snowing outside and they're looking out their their window out the front of their house and it's mm-hmm. snowing and they have all the lights off just the christmas lights on it's just them and just like this real quiet moment and so that's why i tried to always meet have with me and you at the yeah, end of the day at the end of the day just kind of relaxing so i know it's very peaceful so i've got one more this one's a newer one and i know you don't like it so this is going to be interesting i'd love to hear why you don't like it 
but it's a newer one and I I love it for so many reasons and it's called Four Christmases and it has oh. Reese Reese Witherspoon who I adore and Vince Vaughn who I think is a really great actor mm-hmm. so although I think Vince Vaughn is really just acting as himself in right. all the movies he's in <laughs> he doesn't have to try too yeah, hard right. which is great because he's casted well yep. for the roles that he's in now I love this movie because it reminds me maybe a little bit of what it would be like to bring my significant other home now um as for i love the roles that reese usually plays like in Mm -hmm. sweet home alabama and things like that um as we've said here i'm from louisiana and so sometimes things Uh, are different and um and sometimes you know it's just it's hard to explain the differences. They're yeah. never anything that you can verbalize. Um, everybody's just lovely and kind. And I could tell you, um, if my grandmother were still alive, she'd hold your hand for three hours and, you know, doubt on you. <laughs> like, and you wouldn't be able to get away from her. <laughs> you'd be her boyfriend for the evening. And that's just the way it goes. And that's not so much what happens up on the northern east coast. You pretty much say hello, maybe shake a hand. And then you go to your corner for the evening and it's just a little different. Um, They're a lot more uh, embracing. (laughs) And so you see that a lot with Reese Witherspoon's family in this movie. Um, They're very uh, Jesus loving, Mm -hmm. um, very touchy feely. And also the women are sometimes very catty. I just find it hysterical. Whereas his family is also very like bro wrestly and um, uh, they're very, you know, mm-hmm. they try to outman each other. Yeah. And so I've seen that a lot in different families. And I just, I think it's funny that this couple, this is by mistake that they're at their family's houses for Christmas. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to go on a vacation far away to like an island but the snowstorm made it impossible so they ended up with their families on Christmas so um, I just I love the way the story plays out oh. interesting <laughs> why don't you like this movie well, you know, I've, honestly I've never seen it what never, I feel like I put it on all the time and, and you and just I, like yeah, don't I'm, watch I, it I, I just it's it's connected to a bad memory of mine mm. in the past Oh, that's coming back to me. That's right. It was like yes. a date. Yes. So I got, you know, long before I met Abby. Yeah. Before we met. Um, yes. <laughs> and so I was dumped on the way to go see this movie. Yeah. I planned to go see with, this movie. And was with dumped. your date. Yeah. With, yes. With the person at the time. So I just always kind of put it into the ugh, forget it. the vault of i've never like, given it a chance but you didn't like watch you didn't go to the movie no, anyways see beforehand. that would have been me i would have if i were dumped on the way to the movie i well i don't know it depends how blue i was about the situation but uh-huh. i might just go see the movie alone i, just, <laughs> I did that I, a lot in I my went, single years i went to a local the local bar and just went and drank by myself oh, <laughs> yeah. okay all right yeah, that's all right. right fair enough fair enough but, but in any case, it was a I long mean, time ago, so maybe, was, maybe if you feel I, I will never push it, but if you feel like giving I mean, it a with try, you, you give me all the good feelings in the just, world, so maybe we can uh, overtake that. Well, I do love you, <laughs> so I hope that's all that I give you is good feelings, but um, yeah, I think okay, you know, 
Poor Christmases. Poor Christmases. There's a ton of them out there, and there's there you are know, a ton. There's mm-hmm. look. I love all. I love all. Give me Rudolph. You know the claymation Rudolph. Yeah. Give me Charlie Brown Christmas. I love the Garfield Christmas is a favorite Absolutely. of mine. You know, obviously, these are cartoons. We've got our movies. night lined up tonight, right? It's going to yeah. be full of protein-filled nachos and Ooh. Christmas movies. I love that. Yeah, and we got to get, the, <laughs> we get the, the kids. Yeah, we got to get these in, right? Because we're yes. really busy. Yes. So no, there's there's all those good things. Um, one of the, like we don't really like. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, obviously. You know, I've actually no, never, never seen, seen it. it. Yeah, and it's it's a I, classic. Like, I can understand I, I that. Like it to is. See it. It's an older. Yeah. I mean, it's a long movie too. It's like three hours long. Yeah. Um, but it's you know you should see it at least once. But if it's about like death and dying and stuff like that, that's what I think of when it says it's a wonderful life. I'm like, okay, so it's somebody on their deathbed remembering their life. Like, I can't do it. I'll be like a client crying, like blubbering mess the whole time. Not really. Oh, gosh. That movie Stepmom. Holy crap. Did I cry forever? Now we're just going into all types of things. I can't do it. I can't. Obviously, honorable mention um, Christmas movie goes to Die Hard. Um, another <laughs> that's movie right that, we did watch that yeah, last that, christmas that, right that, that's, that's like a classic for me i do i'm of the age-old debate i do say uh-huh. that die hard's a christmas movie because it has christmas movie there's christmas music in it it's set on know. christmas eve um yes it's a christmas i think if you like really pressured me i'd say it's a christmas movie because it's a christmas party that they're mm-hmm. attending and but first christmas of all music. who attends a christmas work party on christmas eve no you go to you spend time with your family. Well, see, that's because that's where we differ in that my family growing up, like we never did anything Christmas Eve. It was oh my always, gosh, we opened all our gifts on Christmas no, Eve. It was see, just Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We were just kind of like bored and called all our friends to well, see what they were doing. See, yeah, no, that was Christmas <laughs> Day was when you would open your presents in the morning, and then all your family would come over your house or you you know you'd go visit your family yeah. on Christmas Day, not Eve. So that's hmm. why so to me it made sense interesting yeah so that's like yeah i mean like so, weird i don't know i don't know i don't know i made abby sit through it for the first time she never seen it before. It was a good movie though yeah. i was yeah i can't little, say that it's not it, it's you know it changed the action genre at, at the time and yeah. that was one i did not see in a theater i saw it on rental visiting my uh aunt in florida nice yeah but you know i love it I remember when I've seen all these movies. So that's our kind of our Christmas list. I did have some, uh, were some like newsworthy uh, items. Okay. What's going on? Talk about. One of the things was over in um, Animal Kingdom. Yes. They Are you going to talk about the little baby? They had the, oh. a baby African elephant born. I know. For the first time in seven years. You know, and I never do this, but I immediately texted all <laughs> of our travel agents because I love elephants. I yeah. have a tattoo of elephants. <laughs> like, I just, I think they're the most beautiful and perhaps underrated animal i think they're so much smarter than we give them credit for and so i'm so delighted that animal kingdom is keeping these healthy african elephants going that is very cool and so this is part of their program and like they do safe breeding down there right so it's endangered animals and they you know breed them in these you know uh secured environments and this so this baby was born um it was the mom's name was Nadira, and that was her first calf. Yay! And, and she gave baby, she gave birth to baby baby Cora. Now baby Cora 
mm-hmm. weighed 218 pounds. Oh. Now, as a, as a mom who <laughs> had children, yeah. how do you feel about a 218 pound baby? <laughs> Does everything hurt? You're just like, like oh, More no. meds, please. Yeah, please. Another <laughs> glass of wine. Thank you, bartender. Yikes. Yeah, 218 pounds. So the the interesting thing was Nadira was born in captivity in Animal Kingdom and now baby Cora was born mm-hmm. in Animal Kingdom. And that's baby Cora is the first second generation um yes. uh elephant, elephant to be born. Yes. To be born there. So that's like interesting. Now they're gonna follow her life very closely. And I think this yeah. whole uh birth and everything and pregnancy they are going to be showing on Disney Plus, I believe. Yes. Not like the birth thing, but, but, but yeah. um, they're gonna follow it up and really we're going to experience together uh, something Yay. when I was just looking at this story and what I find is, is really cool. So the, um, the birth, it's, it's funny how, you know, elephants and humans mm-hmm. and stuff, so, you know, the, the elephant was given birth, like the family of the elephants are like there. They like help you, they help them through get the through birth. it all. See, so like elephants their, are amazing. their sister Luna was there to guide and comfort yes. her through the birth. Yes. And so, like, she's met, the the aunt has met Cora, but she hasn't met, like, they haven't yet introduced her to her grandmother, Donna, that also is down there, and then her other aunt, Stella. So she has, like, this whole family already. And they said that the the female elephants help raise the baby through, like, their first eight, up to, like, eight years when Uh it becomes, like, independent enough. And then, Mm -hmm. that's, like, crazy. I mean, it's just, you know, how that all works. I know. I... Oh, elephants are amazing. <laughs> They're an amazing creature. Uh, you know, and we've we've gone back and forth about this a lot. There is an amazing, uh, amazing uh, conservatory or co- no conservation place uh, that has elephants over in Florida. And we've gone back and forth about how we feel about it because I'd really love to go there. Yeah. But they have the experiences of touching the elephants and that. But you just never know, you know, mm. it's like you want to support a place that's very good and mm-hmm. does it. So if you guys yes. know of anywhere that, you know, is safe and uh, wonderful we'd love to know about it because i'd love to meet some elephants i know that i often donate to a elephant sanctuary so i'd love to know about <laughs> one that you can actually see them because <laughs> the sanctuaries so don't love, often let you we, see them because love, they're kind of yeah. like it's a sanctuary it's for the elephants to convalesce well, you know what if anyone out there has heard or knows of any uh, elephant uh you know interactions where you can have that what's that yeah it's pretty cool. Um, one other note before we move on to the next news item: the um, the pregnancy lasted for twenty two months. So <laughs> next time you're complaining Aww. about uh, going over nine months, let's think about that. Okay, okay. I I have stories <laughs> for you, friends. Yeah, stories. We could do that. On, that's uh, another. That's for the new 10 year. Episodes. Yeah, that's uh, that's our next series. Uh, pregnancy. <laughs> so um, there was that going on. It's kind of well here. I'll do it this way. Uh, this, uh, Universal released, like they sent out all these um, uh, surveys to uh, people, like mm-hmm. kind of trying to get their feelings on if they were given a fear pass, mm-hmm. what would make them excited, right? So a fear pass is Halloween Horror Nights, and it's like a multi-day mm-hmm. pass where you get certain, there's certain tiers, but it gives you, you buy it for one price and you could go to uh, the Halloween Horror Nights at different times throughout the season. So they started sending out these surveys where like they're trying to gauge like what would entice you 
to buy this fear pass, like if yeah. you were offered these certain things. So like some of the things that they were thinking of were like, if you were given a fear pass, if you had mm-hmm. a fear pass and we offered you this, would you attend? Mm-hmm. So it was like exclusive bars at for fear pass holders only, you know, only open on select nights, discounts on merchandise, an exclusive uh, single night panel discussing the creation of the houses. I mean, that's kind of cool. Right? Yeah. Like that. Then there was like uh, it would be discounts on express passes. Yes, right. So that before like just for the like for this night, like, like saying yeah. like you go here and you get a discount like on that night. Yeah, maybe on a night where it's not as busy or something. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I don't know, but that's interesting, right? That they're kind of feeling that out. So they don't know. There's some speculation that how ho- that Universal Hollywood will get a Halloween Horror Nights. Cool. That they may be uh, trying it for this. Yeah. Or that they're just trying to increase the perks of getting this fear pass oh i love that and you know that reminds me there's a and this is for a different episode altogether but um the orlando informer was talking about um they had like special after park closing special ticketed events over at um universal studios and it's so amazing like mm-hmm. hands down really really worth all the money that you spend on it it's about a little over 200 dollars. Okay. you get on every single ride phenomenal mm-hmm. free food Ooh. um we need to figure this out it doesn't happen often i think it's like a quarterly thing okay um, but we should look into that yeah. um and talk more about that so just wanted to throw that out there That's something amazing. that we should look over in in orlando that's amazing. So speaking of Orlando, and that's why I was kind of uh, doing this. This is kind of for both parks. There's a company that if you've ever been to Disneyland Paris, they have a very cool fireworks show that also includes drone drones. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like I, I watched some of it. I think it's one of them is called like Delight. Right? Like, you know. mm-hmm. So there's a company that's called uh, Drone Dronos Dronesis Dronesis. <laughs> uh, I don't really know how it's about, but the company just opened up a office in Orlando. Nice. Yeah. So they, and they kind of said that they did that so that oh. they could be around the theme, theme parks. Mm-hmm. Now it could be part, um, Universal has said that they're, they're going to do some type of drone show in the f- near future. Okay. But there's also, obviously this is in Disneyland Paris, and, you know, thinking that the drones could be coming over to Disney world in mm-hmm. some capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but the, you should definitely go on YouTube and check out the drone shows. They're pretty cool. Right, this is, sounds like a good thing. This is so exciting. Yeah, right? It's something to look forward to. Oh, all the time. Um, and that's going to kind of lead to our, like, one of the, we're not exactly sure how this schedule is going to go. Um, this episode is going to come out on the 18th. And then yes. the following Monday is uh, Christmas, Christmas yes. Day, the 25th. Mm-hmm. Not sure if we're going to do. Like what we're going to do next weekend or also mm-hmm. like the next weekend. Obviously, holidays are busy. We're going to come out with something. We want to do like a, a kind of a, you know, a, one of those episodes, like things we've, you know, the past kind of reviewing the last year, but also yeah. things we're looking forward to. Yes. And our predictions. Yes, exactly. Yes. So look for that episode coming soon. Um, I, if we, we can, don't talk to you before yes. Christmas, because we're unsure, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And for all our friends that celebrate Hanukkah, we hope that you had an amazing Hanukkah and are enjoying the season. Um, and all our friends that celebrate all the other holidays, 
We wish you a very merry everything. We're so delighted that you joined us here and we're so grateful for you. Uh, this is almost, we're on our 50th episode today. Um, two more marks a full year for us doing this and we have felt the support. So thank you so much and we hope you guys have a happy holiday. Bye.